Hello everyone and welcome back to the Times in a Collective. This is our very last month. Of 2020. Yeah, of the year. Of the year. <laughs> Not ever. No, that's so sad. Welcome to our Christmas special. Cute Jingle Bell Rock. No. <laughs> jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock. Yeah, that the that's list. the only jingle we're You're having welcome. this month. <laughs> this month we're doing the 1980s. Yes, we are. Which I've just realised I have not thought about context at all. But there was a lot of disco. Yeah, that, that's fine. There was, what, Wham? Queen? <laughs> Wham was there. Some good music. <laughs> and the Polar Express, apparently. <laughs> but the book, not the film. The book that probably... Yeah. I don't know if anyone listening read it as a kid. If you did, I didn't. I was just about to ask it to you. I, I hadn't heard of it. Be- well, I knew it was a book, kind of. I think I'd seen it in Waterstone. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, I've never heard anyone talk about actually having read The Polar Express. No, and I never really heard anyone talk about the book being, like, a seminal part of their childhood. Yeah. I think it's also because the film is so... Cursed. Horrendous. <laughs> it just but really also, stays in your mind. But also weirdly heartwarming. Yeah, but it's one of those things that, you know, the, the TikTok people are like, that just lives in my mind rent-free. rent-free. Yeah. It's one of those things. It really does. It lives in my mind rent-free. And I sort of, I feel like I definitely grew up with the film much more than I grew up with the book because I didn't grow up with the book. Yeah. I wouldn't say I grew up with the film. Like, I maybe watched it twice. It was never one of my favourite Like, it wasn't films. like a staple. But yeah. I did probably see it most years. Okay, yeah, fair. Yeah. No, I, I, we, we never really were, like, the kind of people who watch the same Christmas film each year, apart from if Home Alone was on TV because you couldn't avoid it. Mm. We weren't really... Maybe Harry Potter. So, what would you say is your favourite Christmas film? Am I going to be the person that says Die No, I've never seen Die Hard, but I, I will respect the person who says Die Hard. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, favourite Christmas film? I thought you'd just come straight out and be like, The Princess Switch too. Maybe the princess. I think the princess switch number one is better than switched again. Okay, that's I respect. Although that we watched the Christmas Chronicles the other day, and that was a pretty, pretty solid film. I haven't seen it yet. I know my dad likes it, but I haven't. Watched it's that the right one. level of awful. Ooh, I like Klaus or Klaus. That one. I that haven't one. seen that one either. That was a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Was it was last year. It was part of the Oscars. I think it won Oscar for best animated or something like that. Interesting. That was pretty good, but not like. I feel like there's Love Actually. How could I miss Love Love Actually? Period. (laughs) I have such a love-hate relationship with Love Actually. It's one of my comfort films. I watch it because I I love it. And then while I'm watching it, I just get really angry about it. Yeah. It leaves me, by the end of the film, I'm in a really bad mood. But also, I feel content because I've seen it. It's such a... I, I can't quite explain how it makes me feel happy and angry at the same time. I hate watching it. But I love having watched it, yeah. Yeah. I love that idea of love, actually. And there's some parts of it that I love, and there's some parts of it that I hate. Yeah. In particular, we were watching it, and I was I come to the conclusion that the only two valid storylines of Love Actually are the one with Bill Nye and his manager, Legend, yeah. and the one with Stacey from Gavin and Stacey and Martin Freeman. That those are the two, the two that I'm allowed, and I half half a point to Hugh Grant. And what about the little boy and Liam Neeson? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, the little boy okay. and Liam Neeson. That was, yeah, that one's two. And then so you, they get three and a half points, and I think that's probably about what I'd give it as a film as well out of five. 
three and a half points, half a point to Hugh Grant, but half a point is taken away because of all the fat shaming jokes about yeah. Natalie, who yeah. isn't even at all fat. But an extra point for the chocolate digestives. Okay. And the dancing. The dancing, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you that. I think I did give it five stars, though, <laughs> in my review of it. Also, The Holiday is great. The Holiday is great. I've watched that one twice this Christmas. Once with you and once with Becky. I properly grew up with The Santa Claus and The Santa Claus 2. And mm-hmm. I went to the cinema to see The Santa Claus 3, but I don't think I've seen that one since. But The Santa Claus was like my staple Christmas film. So what are the options for your Christmas plans? Well, either with Christmas, I'm going... Because we have definitely two Christmas dates here. We don't have Boxing Day. We have first day of Christmas, second day of Christmas, and Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Christmas Eve is definitely going to be here. We're going to have a Top 2000 quiz online. Nice. Yeah, very excited for that. And food. Then <laughs> second day of... No, first. so first day of Christmas, Christmas Day... I think yeah. I, oh I don't remember to which grandparents were going on which day. Mama. <laughs> okay, so first day of Christmas, we're going to my grandparents on the other side of the country. Hopefully, mm-hmm. if tests come back negative and everything, and then we'll do food. And then mm-hmm. second day of Christmas, we're going to the grandparents who live in my hometown here, that side, and then do food. Nice. That's it. <laughs> Those are the plans. Sounds good. What are your plans? Christmas Eve, we are going to have lots of food especially lots of cheese party food i'm gonna get those chickenless chicken kievs the veggie ones from m&s oh yeah they're they're gonna be my christmas party Mm -hmm. food and we're gonna watch the nutcracker ballet because it's you can watch it online um Mm -hmm. which sounds great and do cocktails because like like the cocktails i made last night that was like a test run Mm -hmm. so we're gonna do it again and then and then christmas day i'm gonna wake up I'm going to open presents, I'm going to eat lots of food, and then go to sleep. That sounds like a yeah, <laughs> solid day. <laughs> yeah, and then Boxing Day, I'm going to... We were going to go to visit my great aunt, but they're in Tier 4, so we might just Sad. Zoom them instead. Yeah. So we can't go and visit them, and we don't yeah. want to travel it around the country. So Boxing Day, we're probably just going to eat the rest of the food from Christmas Day. That sounds great. Um, and maybe watch some films and go to sleep. Solid. I feel like that will be a lot Christmas. of people's Christmas this year. Just the same day, yeah. but with more food. Maybe a present or two. board game. Yeah. Yeah, some, uh, maybe a, bo- a board game or two. Should we do like a highlight of the year kind of thing? Okay. What was yours? What was my highlight of the year? Probably going to Silly. That was nice. Yeah. Being able to go on holiday. That was good. That was a good hype. I know we haven't been able to spend lots of time with friends and family and things, but the time that we have spent, like when we did halloween and doing yeah. the cook-alongs and things that was that's been cute i agree how about you same yeah just the fact that we like moved in and that that was good in the house yeah yeah that's a good I'd life being point. in the house with everyone and also you guys coming to amsterdam that was yeah because that, that was still this year technically so early yeah. on in the year but that was definitely a good high point my of favorite year. point and of the year was january point. february <laughs> Another high point of the year is is getting doing twelve episodes of this podcast. Yeah, and I loved going and to all the way through it, and we've done one every month. We did. And that's cool. I also loved going to Denmark and doing that and stuff like that. Just yeah. just the smaller, the little bit. Yeah, I felt like they felt more like big things because it was all you could do. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of the best parts of this year has been being able to appreciate 
the smaller, the little details. Even As one direction says, few and, few and far between. It's, it's about the little things. The most famous quote. Okay, do you reckon Freya's ready? Joined by our first guest of the Christmas special, with Freya. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Merry Christmas. They they're not gonna see you do that. <laughs> no, I know they're not. But as we learned from when we did drunk presentation <laughs> night, when I I couldn't see what I was doing and no one could see me, I was still doing the whole hand shebang. Oh, me yeah. too. That's a that's a mood. So, yeah. Like when I'm on the phone, I am acting down it. Because you've just got to be in the mood for it, don't you? Mm-hmm. Give it your all. You've got Italian yeah. hands. Yeah, I think I do. Yeah. I'm not sure where from. <laughs> not Italy. Italy. That's a conversation my mum's going to have to answer to. Oh dear. <laughs> We're recording from s- streets away. If I shouted out the window, she might be able to hear it on the, her recording. Wow. Maybe. We should have um, met up and done it outside. I am truly not. No, you're in a different country. <laughs> there would have been too much ambience. It would have been nice ambience. But yeah, we have some questions for you. Lovely. Christmas related. Oh, this is exciting. What's your favourite Christmas film? My favourite Christmas film is Elf, because that's the one we had when I was a kid. Have you seen Elf? Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. It, Do you I, not like Elf? I... <laughs> the last time I tried to watch it, I got halfway through it, and then I had to give up. You not like Elf? No. Me and Amelia agree on one thing. <laughs> it's it's grown-ups pretending to be children. No, right. Can I sell Elf for you? Go on, try and sell it to us. Buddy the Elf, he is accidentally abducted by Santa as an orphan, grows up thinking he's an elf, always knows he's different but never wants to admit it to himself because you wouldn't, would you, if you're the only one different in a kingdom of elves? He finds out he's not an elf and is like, you know, wants to figure out who his family is. Now, his papa elf knows who his family is and is like, look, you're old enough, you're Will Ferrell, you're six feet tall, go to New York and find your family. It is all about Buddy the Elf becoming part of his family and learning how to be human and (laughs) fitting in. And it's about the meaning of Christmas. He shows his dad, who didn't know he existed. Yeah. It's it's heartwarming, it's family. This is now a summary of Elf. (laughs) Spoiler alert for Elf, if anyone hasn't seen it. (laughs) (laughs) it's all about learning the magic of christmas and family and love i feel like i would just like it a lot more if it wasn't will ferrell well i didn't at the age of four or so much yeah i see how it would be fun if you're a child the bar it's down here oh no you two have gone into the film closed-minded and you've not been able to take away you're like you're like buddy's dad yes closed-minded and not in the christmas spirit laura does have that issue with more christmas films than i do it's my issue with most Christmas films. <sighs> That's really upset me. Well, what's your favourite Christmas film then? Love Actually. That's right. That's less problematic than Elf, is it? Love Actually. <laughs> well, no, I'm not saying it's not problematic. I'm just saying... <laughs> I do love Love Actually. However, if you're going to say Elf is annoying and... It's got Hugh Grant in though. Yeah. If, and, and Colin 
I was about to say Colin Farrell, not Colin Farrell. Colin Firth. <laughs> he's not annoying. No, he's gorgeous. You know he's like 60 now, still would. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't he one day older than yeah. Hugh Grant? I think they're a year, they a day apart. One's the 9th of September, one. one's the 10th of September. My fun fact for you. Yeah, it was probably you that told me <laughs> I that, think Freya. it was. I found that out last year and it's my favourite <laughs> fact. Ooh, they're Virgos. I could see that for them. Mm, I feel like we should probably... Yes, we'll we'll carry on. So what's your plans for Christmas? My plans for Christmas are absolutely nothing. Gonna eat food and watch telly and eat more food. And go to sleep. Maybe go on a Christmas walk past my grandparents' flat and they might come onto the balcony and we can talk like that because that's Christmas now. Yeah. Nice. And what was your highlight of the year? I don't think I had one. That was one of the most existential looks I've ever seen. Recording the Guernsey podcast episode. Yeah, that was nice. Yay. That was, that like, was the last so normal good. thing I did before lockdown. That was really good, actually. It was like the calm before the storm. It really was. It was also really good when you came over and we did the den. And yeah. Then yeah. That was a different and time. the presentation night. That was That really was good. a different time I came to visit. Yeah. It's always a fun it time when I come to visit. See? So... At least two good days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the highlights are Eggum. Shall we talk about the film? We shall talk about the film. So, yeah. did you watch it as... Laura and I have just discussed this. Did you watch the film as a kid and did you read the book as a kid? I never read the book, but we watched the film in school. So I think I regularly watched it, but like never finished it or never saw the start. So I have seen it in full since. So it's one of those okay. ones you saw like chopped up. You'd like, yeah, you'd like watch an hour of the hour and a half of it, or you'd watch the last half an hour. But it yeah. was never in a full sitting until I was like sixteen, and then I was like, "Oh, this is terrifying." It's really scary. It? There's some there's some parts in it that I would be like, "That special is special mention to the hot chocolate scene." The hot terrifying. chocolate scene. Yeah. I don't hate that yeah. bit as when they much. go into that carriage Scariest and it's just full bit. of abandoned puppety bits. That bit, yeah, terrifying. Oh, With the Scrooge, Scrooge, yeah, the Scrooge puppet. And also... The bit, there's a man on the train that jumps off or something. Yeah, he is scary. Just sort of a nightmare. Um, yeah. The hobo. I think he's called the hobo. Maybe, yes. yeah. The bit when they're in the North Pole and it's just got and the creepy music. It's they're just got Tom like a Hanks. creepy version of Winter Wonderland. And it, yeah, they are all Tom Hanks. But there's, I have a theory about that. It's got the creepy music about of the Winter Wonderland music mm-hmm. and it's... It's supposed to be like played on a record player Wait, through you... some speakers, but it's oh, terrifying. The singing, yeah. the singing yes, but also the music that's playing yeah. when they're eerie. in the the presence. Yeah, yeah. I don't know whether at some point during the filming they realised that it was terrifying. I don't know, because that's what I was thinking as well. Like, is it meant to be that scary? Because the moment when he gets on the train and Tom Hanks says something very, like, sinister, like, are you sure about getting on the train? It's just, surely that's meant to be at least slightly creepy. I didn't realise all of the characters were Tom Hanks. Not all of them. All of the adult men. Yeah, basically. Santa. Uh, And, like, the boy is meant to be, like, a young version. And the dad and the hobo and the conductor are all Tom Hanks. Because I think they're supposed. Mm-hmm, the theory yeah. is that they're supposed to represent the people that the boy can choose to be. 
Like, at that point in his life, he can choose to be oh, any of those four people. Oh, that's really interesting. Because they all kind of look like the boy... Like, like Christmas Carol sort of Tom, thing. And like, especially the yeah. the conductor. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to have to rewatch it Especially now. the conductor is basically wearing the same outfit as him. Yeah. Can I also just say, as much as I've seen the film Polar Express, I've also seen the Adventurous Adventures of One Direction version. <laughs> <laughs> just as much a nightmare, nightmare really? sequence. Yeah, Adventurous Adventures of One Direction 3, I think, is like a 12-part series, which is essentially oh, a rip-off of the Polar Express. I've only seen one I've only seen one I think two. I've seen one. I think you maybe watched the first and one. And I forgot about this. I can't believe this. The first one's very good, the second one's very good. The third series of... Oh, it's so it's good. It's like Adventurous Adventures of One Direction takes on the Polar Express, and it is... Just as creepy oh and God. weird, but also excellent when you consider it's religiously one watched the first one. It's so good, so good. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to rewatch that. I should have watched that in preparation for this, and I should have swerved you and been like, yeah. "Let's talk about the adventurous adventures of One Direction version of the Polar Express." <laughs> we no longer discuss books. <laughs> no, the one Christmas book I did have growing up. Well, we only discuss the adventurous adventures of One Direction. Yeah, um, and I definitely I did see the film. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm saying this. I saw the film as a kid. And I didn't read the book, but the film seems to be trying to be a very much a film version of the children's picture book. Yeah, like more dramatic. Um, and I think that's why it's it's supposed to be whimsical. But it really isn't. It's oh. so badly adapted. It's supposed to be whimsical and not terrifying. Yeah. Because if you look at the book, a lot yeah. of the... I don't know if this is the original illustrations, but the illustrations are very similar to the yeah. animation yeah, film. Like, bang on. so I think that's why they had that yeah. really I think that's why they had that really creepy animation style I think it's probably because it's the first film ever to actually do the motion animation yeah so they probably weren't that good Ooh. at it yet because I, well. I saw yeah. those th- behind the scenes of Tom Hanks with those dots on his face it's the first film to ever actually do that, which kind of makes sense. Yeah, it definitely seems... It makes sense that it is the first yeah. film. Yeah. Because it's a bit weird. It's the kids' faces. They're just not proportioned right. And it's a bit cursed. It's incredibly cursed. You know the little boy that's supposed to be, like, the one that doesn't have Christmas? Oh, the yeah. one. Is he a Jehovah's Witness? Or is that just, he like... He doesn't look... He's evil. I don't know. I, don't, I think he's supposed to be poor. Oh... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I think when I first watched it, I thought he didn't have any parents and he just lived on his own. I think I got that as well. Because I was like, well, why doesn't why doesn't he have like parents who make it at least feel like Christmas? Uh, yeah, I think that's what I thought. I just, yeah. yeah, I just thought he lived on his own and then he, but just in the middle of nowhere in the house. What I could never figure out is if, was the train track there just for Christmas or was it always there and they lived that close to just a bare train track? That's the thing. It's the debate of whether the film is a dream or not. It feels like a nightmare. <laughs> it's not a dream, it's a nightmare. Because everyone, I've, I've gone down a deep hole somewhere where everyone's talking about but magic and like surely it just feels like a bit of a cop out. Yeah. Like just saying, I, oh, it's I'd magic. like to think it wasn't like, a dream and it was real. Because he does he have does, a bell at the yeah, end. Yeah, he has the bell. But then there is indeed no train track afterwards. So it's so. a magical train track built by Santa. And in the entire film, they keep saying, oh, it's just like a dream. And there's no time passing. It is just children's fiction. <laughs> yeah. Book magic. But the entire film long, it's 5 to 12, apart from when he gets yeah. back. Oh. But 
the time. Well, obviously Santa can freeze time because how else does he get around all the houses? Yeah, but that's why it doesn't make sense that the conductor, Tom Hanks, keeps being like, oh, we're nearly out of time, we have to hurry. But that's because he needs... I mean, if there was no time constraint, that film would go on for eternity. (laughs) It already does. Tom Hanks was like, no, I want to go on lunch. Two minutes to read. (laughs) It added so much in there. The hot chocolate scene really just wasn't necessary. No, not at all. <laughs> also, that hot chocolate scene, that's one with the lady on the... the... No, dancing men. I, right, when I... when I Oh, there's a bit in Polar Express, which she who must not be named, that wrote The Cursed Child, literally rips oh. off with like the um people on the roof of the train and the trolley and stuff, I swear. It's the oh, hobo yeah. on... It's the, completely ripped off from Polar Express. The hobo on the roof. Yeah, the hobo bit. Sorry, with his... His skis and yeah. things. Yeah, that's the complete same. It's the yeah. trolley lady on the roof in The Cursed Child. Thank you for coming to join us. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And a happy new year. And a happy, happy new, new year, year as well. Yeah, so we're going to be back with the next person in a second. Well, do you have any inspirational messages? Inspirational messages? Yes. No. No. Uh, wait, no, wait. Mm. Okay. Cool. <laughs> you wanted to tell everyone to watch the Adventurous Adventurous Adventures of One Direction, the the third one. The third one. The, it's a series. Yeah, the Adventurous Adventures of One Direction, one to three. Watch all of them. Okay. Yeah, I just think if you if you like things like the Polar <laughs> Express and things that are slightly cursed, it'll be absolutely up your street. You don't need to know anything about One Direction to enjoy it. And it's not like no one has the time. I know. We all have the time. I'd agree it is better than the Polar Express. There's there's more of a plot. I'll be watching it at some point between recording. I'm gonna literally go from this recording straight to it. Yeah, so. that sounds like a great plan. Thank you for that wisdom. <laughs> I'll message you an update. Amazing. Have <laughs> fun. Okay, we're here with our second guest of today. We have Vanna. Hey. Hello, everyone. How's it going? It's going good. A bit sad about Tier 4, but it's all right. Yes, you're our first yeah. Tier 4 guest. Yeah. <laughs> what an honour. <laughs> How does it feel? Fun. Quite honestly, shit, but go ahead. Yeah. But we, ha- we have some questions, and I feel like you are our most controversial person. Am I, am I controversial? Well, with these questions no, specifically. No, I think Laura's more controversial. Oh, okay. I think Laura's controversial and Anna... Because I agree with Anna. The question oh. is, what's your favourite Christmas film? My favourite Christmas film? Yeah. I like It's a Wonderful Life. Ooh. Oh. Okay, now I do agree. Okay. That's not that's not what Laura thought you were going to say, so... What did you think I was going to say? Nativity? Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I, I, I like Nativity, but I feel like... Different feelings. It's... I don't really cry at Nativity, and I I like when a film makes me cry because it feels like there's some kind of emotional, you know, attachment. Yeah. But yeah, it's my favourite Christmas movie because I have family connections with it, you know, it's it's kind of a yeah. tradition. I would say that... I've never seen it. It is a bit long, but mm. at the end... Uh, you will cry. It's a classic. It's like a feel-good, long... I know, I feel like all old films are a bit like that. Yeah. I've never seen it. You should definitely watch it. I recommend it's it. It's cute. Yeah. Okay. Well, the second one is a bit sad, because the question is, what are your Christmas plans? But... <laughs> well... This was Laura's. This um... was Laura's question, I just want to say. 
we'll we'll be at my house this year and I'm thinking about making some Christmas punch and I'm thinking also about um, maybe making a family quiz that we can all like do together and of course oh that will be nice I will be eating my body weight in food I think that's that's a general theme of this question now we've asked a few people and it's everyone's plan is eating and drinking and sleeping and playing games <sighs> Yeah. Which sounds like a great Christmas, to be honest. It does. Yeah, as long as you, you just have to to live it in the moment and not think about, you know, expectations or anything like that. You just have to live it as it is. And then we have a last question. What was your favourite part of the year? The summer. I had the brilliant summer. I went on two holidays. It was great. The summer was great because the sun was shining. My, you know, all my chemical... What's the nice chemical? Is it serotonin? Yeah. The nice chemical. The sun was shining. Serotonin was in my body. You know, vitamin D for miles. I got tan for the first time in my life. I drank rosé most hours of the day. No. Life was good. So, yeah. yeah. I think back on that often. That does sound good. Those were all the questions. Oh, yeah. But then the big question, what did you think of the Polar Express? <laughs> I haven't read the Polar Express. Have you seen the film? No. I thought it was uh, really touching and <laughs> I loved the way, I loved the characterization. I thought that really? it was it was a movie that I could really see myself identifying with. And I, I felt that, you know, it represented childhood and the innocence of it. This has got to not go down well for you. Maybe watch the Polar Express and then listen back to what you just said. Okay, right, um, I'll change it. I thought the Polar Express was um, an interesting film. Maybe not a film yeah. I'll watch again. Um, yeah. I am terrified of Polar now and Express. <laughs> uh, apart from Pizza Express, I could never be terrified of Pizza Express. My favourite part of the Polar is when it's finally expresses. I don't know, I haven't seen the film. <laughs> I, I think uh, Polar Express is good. They serve great pizza. I love their <laughs> garlic butter. It's delicious. Dough balls for days. Just give me give me them 24-7. That... The Polar Express, but make it Pizza Express. <laughs> I would say that about anything. Just make it Pizza Express. Make everything Pizza Express. Yeah. Make 2020 Pizza Express. And that's capitalism. Make 2020 Pizza Express again. Also, Pizza Express holds a piece of my childhood. So Pizza Express means more to me than the Polar Express. Yeah. Which is understandable. Yeah. Uh, the other question we asked people is whether they read this as a child, and no one has. So I didn't read it as a child. Have you seen pictures of it? Of yeah. what the people look like in I it? I mean, I I think I have. I I looked at the pictures quite a while ago, and at that point in time, I was like, yeah, that's what animation be like. I think Amelia sent me some pictures of the book. I sent you the whole book. Yeah, yeah I know. I you just dropped it in the chat, and I was like, am I supposed to? Is this for me? <laughs> Use it for That's me. That's why I said for Merry me. Christmas. It was a present. It's snowing a lot. It's like um, Murder on the Orient Express, but not as good. But make it Christmas. And with no murder. And less murder. Well, that, that is debatable. The kids okay. very nearly die multiple yeah, but... times. So okay, here's my, t- my hot take. Don't watch the Polar Express. Watch Murder on the Orient Express and Deliveroo Pizza Express. Okay. That's a pretty good take. I really like that song. I think it's really cute. What song? The Wishing on the Stars. Is it? It's in the film. Uh, when you wish no. upon us. Is it? 
Uh, you know, the it's in the Princess Diaries. No. Cute Anna just singing a bunch of different songs that have the word star in it. <laughs> like Sunshine or... No, I don't know. It's really sad. It's about the boy who doesn't know what Christmas is. Oh, well, it's not the one from Princess Diaries. Isn't that every Christmas film just summed the up? The boy that doesn't know what Christmas is. And then he does find Christmases. <laughs> okay, I have a hot take about the Polar Express. Cool to take. My hot take. Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket, save it for a rainy day. That's, that one. that's not my hot take. Okay, go. Okay, my hot take is that... <laughs> Cold. <laughs> After Christmas was what the Polar Express wanted to be, but done better. Yeah. Isn't Arthur Christmas all the thing? No. Then? Arthur Christmas no. is 2011 and this was 2004. I don't know times. Well, now you, now you do. In general. But... Yes. So we, we okay. recommend that people watch Arthur Christmas and not the Polar Express. This is, I say watch both. This is unrelated to the podcast, but I just found this on my wall, which is live a live, love, laugh quote. <laughs> um, it says... That's going in. It says, laugh often, live a life that's full, love with all your heart and happiness will embrace you. <laughs> See, because the thing we asked Freya before she left was, do you have any inspirational th- messages? Well, there it is. <laughs> that's yours. <laughs> there you go. And that's that to go into the new Wonderful. year. Wonderful. Thank Let's you. Let's make 2021 better. Thank you for joining us yes. once again, Anna. With your presence. That's okay. The last time you were here, it was May and it was very warm and we did a good aim. I enjoyed that episode. That was a good one. I loved that yes. book. That was great. It was a very good book. Am I am I allowed to tease that, that there may be a return myself? There may be a return. Okay. Well, you know, I'm not confirming or denying. Go wild. Yeah, maybe we'll see Anna again in 2021 or hear Anna again in 2021. Okay, right. Yeah. yeah. Merry Christmas, Merry Anna. Christmas. Have a good new year. Happy new year. You too. Have a lovely... Yeah, it's time. Time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Cool. <laughs> okay, cool. We've prepared some questions, which we're doing with everyone, Ooh. which takes up most of the time, and then we discussed a book for like a okay. the film for like a solid one minute. But <laughs> <laughs> amazing. <laughs> so we have the question. Okay. We do. What's your favorite? That took me a second. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite Christmas film? Oh, it's a hard one. Um. Probably a really cheesy one thing. I really like Mickey and Minnie's Christmas special. There's like three <laughs> stories. Thanks, there's three stories to it. Um and um my favourite is where um at the end um the last story is when Mickey and Minnie um have to like want to buy each other a Christmas present mm-hmm. on time and but they have to they're working like up till like the end of Christmas Eve. And then they basically sell um their most like prized possessions so they can afford to um, buy buy a gift for the other one and it's just really sweet but then Aww. so like Mickey sells his harmonica to buy her like something special uh, to buy a chain for her watch and then she sells her watch to buy an, a case for his <laughs> harmonica and it's just really sweet yeah so Aww. I feel like that's, that's just really nice. I, th- I think I've got some sort of like buried memory yeah. of that I don't know whether <laughs> maybe I watched it with my that. stepsister or something but it's oh my God. it sounds familiar it's definitely oh. something I've seen with like younger siblings I feel like at some point yeah it's probably but not yeah, an acceptable the... answer for a 20 year old but i'll bring it around and we can no, watch I think it it's together. great. Yeah. thank you the next question mm-hmm. is what's your plan for christmas what are you going to be doing over christmas i guess like lots of people are low-key one this year so um are you tier four yeah i'm tier four now so yeah 
second one third time. <laughs> yeah um, so my, my my grandma was gonna change her mind about coming anyway because of you know the risk from school and stuff so i'm just gonna be um with my family that i live with and stuff but it should be really nice we'll have a roast dinner and food and online mass <laughs> and sing christmas songs and chocolate so yeah it should be very nice and i'm excited still yeah no, <laughs> that'll be good i love how everyone still has like a small thing they'll do every day you know yeah like just like, yeah plan. and even just like yeah. you know like boxing day walk and stuff it's nice you can still do those things and things even you know when you know other things are a bit more tricky so yeah i was watching an rsc like online streamed it was almost like a carol service but it was literary instead of religious so yeah. they had like um mm-hmm. readings and enactments from plays and books and someone did a reading from emma the jane austen mm-hmm. book about not, his... not actual Emma. <laughs> it was about Mr. Kingsley's like mm-hmm. idea of Christmas, and it sounded really like a lot of people's yeah. plans for Christmas. So anyone listening, if you haven't read Emma, just have a look up that section that Mr. Kingsley's talking about yeah. um, his Christmas and how he's going to stay inside. And that's that's how we should all approach Christmas this year, I think. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think we will. <laughs> yeah. And then we also have as a question: What was your favorite part of the year? From twenty twenty. Positive from. <laughs> yeah to be honest I actually really enjoyed uh, um, the autumn term of um, uni this year of like coming back and us all living together and stuff I really I genuinely really enjoyed that I think that one of um, what might be one of my favorite like autumn terms at uni yeah I completely forgot to mention I think one of my favorite things we did was like October when we like dressed up every day was so much fun (laughs) yeah Yeah, I really enjoyed that (laughs) so what we did in October was we dressed up every day. Well, we started off very low-key. Like, probably no one really noticed. Yeah. Like, stuff like Dark Academia, Cottage Vibes. And then near the ending, we went a lot more, like, spookier. So we had Rocky Horror and Witches. Yeah. I think one of my, my favourite day might have been the Pirates Day. That was really good. Pirates was fun. And I really liked the Grease. I liked the historical I like all the decades. One. I liked the Broad Girls one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the historical figures one. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that was, was good. good. So, Polar Express. What were your initial thoughts, Emma? Do you you like the film? Do you hate it? I do. I love the film. I find it a bit stressful when all the bits that they almost fall off the train. Um, But I really do like... I I do do like it. I think it's one of those ones that um, is kind of nice to watch. I don't know, even as you're older as well, because it's one of those ones when you're like 12 or something where you're like, like, is Christmas like really that magical? And then it just kind of convinces you again. You're like, yes, (laughs) I believe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The train is very weird. Like, it's very... Yeah. Intense. Like, because in the book, they're just in the train for like a, a solid yeah, I don't know, yeah. minute or two. <laughs> but there's so many, like, I saw a video essay on it as well, but there's so many sequences where it looks like you're in a. How do you call it? Oh like my god, the things coaster. where you go to. A ro- yeah, that was like what a I was looking roller coaster for. thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but it's not just on the train as well, it's when they're in the North Pole. There's just so many yeah. shots. It's just it's so the unnecessary. kids going down or like the train going down and the trains don't work like that. Yeah, I think it is that like at that time in cinemas they start doing 3D stuff and mm. stuff like that and they're like, oh, how can we really yeah. wow the people? <laughs> yeah. It definitely makes sense. The thing that got I've got I made a note about that made me really annoyed was the bit when they go down and they land on the ice. <gasps> And then obviously they oh, yeah, stop yeah. the train on the ice and then the ice breaks because the pin lands in it and then they start the train again and there's no tracks there, just on ice. And I'm like, I'm no train expert, but I don't think that's how trains work. The train yeah. is so heavy as well. How do they just 
go on the ice and I was like yeah that's fine yeah and also the, the fact that there isn't a track that they're on and they just yeah. start up the train and they just they zoom fast enough to escape the ice that's falling yeah. into the water behind and them the train keeps changing in all the other shots does it it keeps changing yeah so like when it first arrives it has like I don't know eight cars mm. then there's a scene where it has like three then there's yeah. a scene where there's like 20 magic <laughs> Just feel for what's, like, like, convenient for the film true. to be there. <laughs> yeah. And you only see, like, five yeah, kids Yeah, yeah, my brothers were like... Yeah. Oh, sorry, and also, yeah, my brothers the... were like, oh, are the other ca- carriages meant to be empty? Or, like, what's going on? What's going on with the other carriages? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, there's the one that's got all of the cursed toys in it. Yeah. Oof. With the Scrooge, who comes back at the end. So, and you know, that's happy. the Scrooge doll. Yeah, yeah, and then he gets the Scrooge at Christmas, but it's, yeah, happy Scrooge. Sweet. But I also wondered, all the other kids on the train, how do they know so yeah. much about the train? It's like they've been on there, like, so many times. Whereas, like, the, th- the whole concept of the train, if I'm not wrong, I don't really know <laughs> why <laughs> why it exists. But isn't it there to, like, remind everyone of the Christmas spirit? So once you... Yeah, like you don't believe, then you go on, and then you believe again, or like get better in some kind of way. People, and I think that's what yeah. the tickets are supposed to represent. But like, um, they're, they're, it's meant to heal them. So I don't understand why they go on. So like, why would they know the train so well? <laughs> are they just like problematic kids? No, I think they all have like lessons to learn from being yeah. on the train, which is because the main character the boy yeah. and then the boy who's like the little sad one because oh, yeah. they, they're yeah. on there for the same oh. purpose because they don't believe and they need to believe um yeah. but then there's the boy that talks a lot who <laughs> he's on there because he needs to learn to to, to, <laughs> shut, to, up to shut up <laughs> and then but then there's the little girl who seems to be on there as like a reward yeah so i think the purpose is different for each child what were you gonna say emma yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm mistaken or not, but I feel like it was a bit where the conductor was like to the um, annoying one, you're not, you're not even meant to be here on the train anyway or something. I don't know if, well, I don't know if I misheard that or if you just heard of the train and somehow... Oh, it could no, be. He like, maybe he just that. snuck on. He did say yeah. that, but I don't, I, I wasn't sure whether Then I feel meant... like you wouldn't hear the train, yeah. right? Because I feel like it's something magical. It's like a kind of destiny thing, like you hear it and you wake yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, he learned he learned a lesson from it. By the end, he seemed a lot nicer. Yeah. Oh yeah, Emma, did you watch this film when you were younger? Did you ever read the book when you were younger? Um, I think the first time I wasn't really young when I saw. It. I think probably the first time I was probably nine, ten, eleven, twelve, kind of that age. So um, mm-hmm. not like really young, but obviously like it, I have it's, it's something I've watched a lot when I was older child. Yeah, yeah. it's when you grew yeah, up yeah, with yeah, a bit. Yeah. Yeah. This was actually a really good discussion. I feel like this is the most we've discussed it so oh my far. Gosh. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been good. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I'm really glad. Yes. Well, and we'll maybe see you next year. Yes, oh my gosh. Yeah, yes. for another Ooh. episode. <laughs> yeah, I'd like that. Well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Enjoy the day. <laughs> Days, multiple, all, all the time. <laughs> you too. I'm good. And we're back with Dotman. <laughs> it's me again. Hello. Just for the audience at home, Dotman and I sing. Oh, it's a song. <laughs> and sing across from each other in the same room, but both wearing headphones to call Amelia. And we hear our own voices just like a half a second later in our headphones. <laughs>
So if we sound a bit weird, it's because we have to hear ourselves and then talk. It, it's very confusing, but it works. For the brain. They're the things we've got to do in these corona times. <laughs> and I've got both of them in my ears. But Eight times. Yeah. There's an echo. I feel slightly drunk. Okay, Daphne, we have some questions for you. Which, Ooh. this is going to be quite easy because I've already answered one of them. Oh, you've answered my own questions? What are your plans for Christmas? Oh, <laughs> I mean, going to the grandparents. That's it, basically. We visit both grandparents. Yeah, yeah. do a quiz. And then yeah. we go to Denmark, if possible. Yeah. But since the start of this episode, my mum's had a negative test back, which means we'll Yay! probably actually see the grandparents. Yay! <laughs> it's been a I'm whole journey. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's why Daphne and I are sitting across from each other, by the way, because she's technically in quarantine, so we're distancing. <laughs> then the second question. What's your favourite Christmas film? I mean, I want to say Love Actually. This nice. is family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you usually don't watch Christmas movies. And also, we have the Dutch one, the Alles is Liefde. Oh, yeah, like the Dutch Love Actually. I still haven't watched it this year, Love Actually. Well, I've seen like the, the scene of the dancing, Grand scene. dancing yeah. like a hundred times, but not the entire movie. He no. is the only Prime Minister that I will accept. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of England is fake. And then we have a last question. Oh. I wanted uh, to say one more thing. Oh. I heard someone say that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and I don't know, I don't remember why, but because Die it takes place at Christmas, <laughs> it's so funny somehow. Yeah, that Die Hard. But have you seen Die Hard? No, no, me neither. That's so. the only thing I know. That's what I said at the start. I was like, I'm just waiting for someone to answer Die Hard, but no yeah. one has. <laughs> I wish I could say it, but I haven't seen. And then this question will be easiest for you of all people, oh. because the question we've been asking is, what was your favorite thing from last year, like something positive? But you've basically had a pretty normal life in Denmark. Yeah, but <laughs> I went on exchange to Denmark and the Covid situation in Denmark is pretty normal. Well, right it was. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. Before pre-minks it was okay and then they got a weird minks mutation and it was weird. Denmark's um, doing their own shit. <laughs> yeah. They're like, Covid? No. I don't know. Minks Covid? Maybe. <laughs> so, I mean, I've been able to go out till, I don't know, like a month ago. Which is crazy compared to all the other countries in the world. It's a bit wild. It's cool though. Yeah. So you've had a pretty good year. Yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you have any like any specific favorite bits? I mean, the year overall has been very like wild. Mm. But if I had to say one favorite thing, maybe the beer cantons we yeah. did ourselves, where you basically you either drink beer or you sing. It's like a Dutch tradition, but it's fun. Sounds good. Cool. Has anyone asked your favorite moments of the year? Yeah, we have managed to find like a, co- a few good ones even if it's though it's been like a weird year we've still had some good answers yeah everyone still had a good year yeah well like like relatively good year yeah (laughs) yeah and everyone's been able to find like positives out of the year should we talk about the film yes do you have any hot takes cold takes lukewarm takes on the express yeah (laughs) just any i mean i don't like the movie Mm -hmm. it's just the animation style it freaks me out it is scary oh too scary and then one specific scene the scene where the guy is checking the tickets and he does the thing with the machine, like the ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. Oh, I hate that scene. I don't know why. I understand, yeah. Oh. I, I do understand. Like, chills. I was watching it and I kept saying to me, like, I'm not looking. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it is horrible. And Like, sometimes I do just zoom in on it as well when he's doing it and they're like, can you can yeah. just see it very close. No, don't like that. I, I want to like the film because I love Tom, Tom Hanks. I think he's great. But in this, because they're all Tom Hanks, it's too much Tom Hanks. Because I saw someone post it, so this is not like my hot take, but you know, I'm gonna share it because no one else 
<laughs> like, no one will know. That's not mine. But they said, like, how this is the only time when Tom Hanks can actually play someone evil <laughs> while not meaning to. Yeah. Because a lot of times he plays evil-ish characters while actually still convincing me that he's a good human being. Mm. Like, especially in When You've Got Mail. Yeah. When he's, like, the big corporate person and he's ruining all the independent bookstores. And I'm still like, but it's Tom Hanks. He's good. (laughs) Still, it scares me. I wouldn't want to fall asleep on the Polar Express just in case he, like, murdered me in my sleep. Yeah. That's (laughs) murder on the Polar Express. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the same joke you were going to make? Yeah, it's another train. (laughs) Act the curse is on something here. (laughs) What if you do like a mix and then one of the kids, this get dark, but like <laughs> one of the kids murders someone and then... It's the puppets in the other in the other carriage. <gasps> yeah. It was the It'd Scrooge. Be, yeah. And then it turns out on the end, the hobo on the roof is like, no, he can be proper. Or someone puts like poison in the hot chocolate. Yeah. Oh, that's good. yeah. We'll have to write it. See, I knew something was wrong with the hot chocolate. <laughs> yeah. We just have our Polar Express murder on the Orient Express fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. And then Freya can put her One Direction in. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I have another actual point about the film, which is more of a question, which is, do you think that the two boys are supposed to mirror each other? Which two boys? The two boy, the main character, and then the the sad boy. Mm -hmm. Because they're, and when they get on the train, it's exactly the same. Like, Tom Hanks says the same thing to them, and then they both don't go on the train. I don't know whether maybe they're supposed to be the same person. Maybe the little boy is, like, main character's, like, internal child that wants to believe. Because all the other characters are, like, part of him as well yeah maybe i don't know it was just a question i had i never Um, saw it the other question i had is is it a musical no because a musical requires music (laughs) but there is music they have yeah there's at least three it doesn't three or four it doesn't move the story forward does it well the entire story doesn't move itself so (laughs) (laughs) the only thing that moves us is the polar express (laughs) can we consider a musical i think so maybe but I don't, when I think of the Polar Express, I definitely don't think of it as a musical. But then when I'm watching it, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, it's kind of a musical. It's a very musical film. <laughs> Fine line. Not sponsored by Harry Styles, <laughs> sadly. Do we have anything else to add? I think I've made most of my points about the film. Yeah, yeah me I too. I checked Letterboxd before, and one person said, if I ever was on the Polar Express, get me off. <laughs> and like, that sums it up, I guess. No, thank you. <laughs> Polar Express, it's definitely one of those films where you don't realise how terrifying it can be when you're a kid and then you watch it as an adult and you're like, oh my god, it's so scary. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you saw me on the Polar Express, no you didn't. <laughs> I would go and sit with the weird the ghost guy on the roof, but I would not drink his sock juice. And also how they get like thrown off the top when like there's a bridge. Terrifying. But yeah, maybe in the top five scariest films I've seen this year. And we watched Jennifer's Body. We did, and Parasite. Yeah. And I watched Midsummer. That's pretty scary. I paused it. And then Silence of the Lambs. Ooh. And then Polar Express. In that order. <laughs> Maybe different. <laughs> Maybe Polar Express was more scary than Silence of the Lambs, no. <laughs> you know there's this one kid and he looks a bit like the actor with the eyebrow? Yes. <gasps> he does look like him. Yeah. We don't need we don't mean to eyebrow shame people. Oh, well, true. some people. But you should be able to see the eyebrows separately from the... I, I just think that you should be able to judge a woman separately from her eyebrows. That's it. That's, that's the ending quote. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any inspirational messages for the people? I think that was We've that. Ending like this. Judge people separately from their eyebrows. And on that note, <laughs> thank you for being on the podcast again. <laughs> no problem. I will see you in a now. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Bye.
My dad just did the countdown with me. We're ready to go. <laughs> Welcome back again, once more. We, we've been doing this for like two hours now, two and a half. Oh <laughs> you are our fifth guest, I think. I think, yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. We haven't done it in order. We could have done it in order. Close enough. We said no. Um. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We're we're joined here with Cat. Hello. <laughs> and we have some questions prepared as a, like a Christmas special end of the year. So festive. The first quick wait. Um, now I've forgotten. Is this the first question we ask? Yes. What's question. your favorite Christmas film? <laughs> yeah. Well, it used to be the Nightmare Before Christmas, and then I got cancelled for that because apparently that's a Halloween. I a don't bit. think it is. We we were saying this. We think it's like a November film, but it's also kind oh, of a okay. Christmas film. Yeah. I because I kind of watch it in both seasons, I guess. But may I think Home Alone Two has to be very high up there oh i haven't seen that one in ages it is a good one i haven't seen the home alone films since years yeah it's just so great and i feel like my parents are like the the (laughs) sticky bandits like we all watch it as a family and like we compare them to the sticky bandits and we all kind of relegate ourselves to a character i think i'm like the really shitty brother who's like a dick to the other brother and sucks up to the parents so who stays home alone in the family i think it would, i think it's alex because that literally has happened before we once left him behind holiday so, so it was like we got like 20 minutes down the road and then we were like it feels it feels somewhat empty um, so, so, yeah. so, so you like the film because it has like personal. The film like rings true to us in like multiple. It brings back memories, and I think the pigeon lady I, is also like oh, my yeah. my other like my super ego or something. Oh wait, is that the second one? Yeah, yeah. The... Oh, okay, fair enough. I remember the pigeon lady. I think yeah. we're all like yeah. one mental breakdown away from becoming pigeon ladies. That's what's in our future. <laughs> yes, I'm happy with that. I feel content. Maybe like Die Hard 2 has to get a mention. Thank you. I've been saying this from the start of the episode. Like, I'm just waiting to say Die Hard. And here we are. Gotta be there. Gotta give it its mention, you know. Yeah. We love continuity. <laughs> I'm here to represent. Always providing. I, I'm always, I'm always here to bring it. Once again, you'll be writing. Who said that earlier? We're going to be writing crossover fan fiction between Polar Express and Murder on the Orient Express, <laughs> and you can write some crossover fan fiction about what is it, Home Alone Two and Die Hard. Well, if enough people die in that building, then <laughs> I, I feel like that's it's what's been missing from 2020. It's the it's a crossover. sexy crossover. With Bruce Willis and Macaulay Culkin. And Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito? Is he not in the second one? No, that's it. Joe, the Italian gangster guy. Yeah. Well, I think it should be Danny DeVito. I mean, it should be. I mean, everything should be Danny DeVito, ultimately. But all of the cinematic universes, but every role ever is played by Danny DeVito. I think that could be also a part of the fan fiction. So it could be like initially start off, it's like Bruce Willis. That makes Love actually a really interesting film. (laughs) (laughs) And it just descends into like. It would be like Cloud Atlas, but instead of everything being different characters, just everything is Danny DeVito. I would invest like an embarrassing amount of money in that being a thing. So it's like the princess switch switched again, like everyone's finished no, audience, but I, it's everyone. I, I, I cannot deal with the princess switch. Twist. Twist? The princess twist? The princess switch? Oh my god. It's, Netflix has done something that is, is like, is jail worthy this year if it's Christmas. I mean, that's the good thing. Maybe they could do that film this year because they didn't have to distance her from herself. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my sister were talking about that yesterday. We're like, well, if they're still doing the Oscars, they at least have someone for best actress and best supporting. That is true. <laughs> and they're in a bubble. <laughs> but yeah, I think. The summary of this is Danny DeVito deserves more. 
We have other questions. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm really sorry. I took you on a whole tangent. It was worth it. That's okay. We, we supported the tangent. Yeah. File them at me. I'm ready. I can't remember them. What, what was <laughs> I was so waiting for Laura to do it, and Laura was waiting for me to do it. Um, oh, yeah. What's your Christmas plans? Oh, my Christmas plans? Well, I was actually quite lucky because we were planning on just doing it like with just the close fam so obviously we didn't actually have to get anything cancelled which is super good mm-hmm. so it's literally nothing has changed mm. <laughs> despite a pandemic nothing has changed so we're just going to all be chilling out here i think we're going to be eating a lot of corn roast i don't know if you guys have had it before corn, corn roast like is an insane thing to eat because it's like it's just like sausage casing and you have to like take the plastic off and it feels both like a phallic experience um it, it doesn't feel right somehow and then and then you like spend it takes a half night it's like this piping hot giant sausage and you're peeling this like layer of skin off it and then you just like hack pieces off it with this like knife so, oh, just gonna take this sound and just like out of context out of context, me talking about unwrapping a sausage and, and it's hot and you have to take the skin off it. And like steam is just like coming off it, like wafting <laughs> in your face. Like it's just your like, your glass is like steam. I would run in the other direction. <laughs> it's not, it's not a good thing. I try and distance myself. Like as soon as I hear the cormorants coming out of the oven, like, I'm in another room. Getting involved with, I don't know, well, my mum doesn't let me eat the Brussels sprouts. She literally has like, half a kilo of sprouts to herself and then we just you know, eat whatever's left i guess but like the sort of like if we if it were like medieval england we like the little serfs like the peasants at the foot of the table we like the scraps and she's like the medieval king who's <laughs> who's feasting on all on all the taxes we've had to pay him that year just for the brussels sprouts <laughs> and then we have the last question because <laughs> that that was your answer now <laughs> that's it oh yeah what's your favorite thing about the last year about 2020 yeah, something positive. Twenty. Oh, I don't. Oh, that's <laughs> a question. I just said, well, yeah, it's just twenty twenty PTSD kicks in. I mean, well, I think I think every, every all the people you know, everyone's made it a good year in their own sort of sweet way. Yeah. I think I don't want to shout out the the uni because I think Paul Lazell can you know do one. Yeah. Quite, yeah, quite. Just do one, and that's yeah. <laughs> that's what I'll say on that. But yeah, I think the people who have made it, you know, in a, in a sweet way. I watched a really nice um, documentary about KFC the other day. And quite honestly, I enjoyed that way more than I thought I would. <laughs> that was your highlight. That I would recommend that. And that's depressing saying that. <laughs> but that's the first thing that's occurred to me as a highlight of 2020. I mean, there's something about a bucket of any type of food that appeals to me in like a very basic way. Yeah. Like your prehistoric roots are just like a bucket of food. <laughs> My dad just yelled Frozen at me. His favourite Christmas film. <laughs> does Frozen count as a Christmas film? Yeah, it does. Frozen a Christmas film? But it is technically set in July. It's always Christmas. So it's not a Christmas film, it's just winter. Yeah, it is. It's set in, but that's the whole thing, because it's supposed to be summer, and she's like, makes it winter. That's why there's the big summer blowout. Yeah. The summer bash. Oh, I love a bash. 2021 <laughs> is going to be the year of bashes, and you've heard it here first. <laughs> Like the, the amount of bashes. The year of bashes or the year of bashing? Oh, I mean, maybe both for me, quite honestly. I feel like bashing someone up sometimes. Like, 
simultaneously. Every morning I wake up and I'm ready to choose violence. And, and I don't want to scare anyone, but I, it feels like it's getting dangerous at this point. I feel of, like that pretty much sums up the Polar Express as yeah, well. Speaking of choosing violence. Yeah, the Polar Express with, with Tom Hanks. What are your thoughts on the Polar Express? Did you watch it as a kid or read the book? I have, well, the only the one sort of weird small connection I had to it is I think my mum was involved in a school production of it and I had to um attend a lot of the rehearsals because I kept having like days off school because our school was just like shutting down at the time or something. Mm-hmm. I mean the heating was broken. So we kept having to like just not go to school. It explains a lot. But yeah we had to, I had to sit in a lot of a lot of rehearsals. And I remember, like, there's a hot chocolate scene in it, right? There's a really, like, satisfying hot yeah. chocolate scene. No, it's not satisfying. Okay, the, the, is it not satisfying? The, the hot chocolate scene is somewhat controversial, because I don't mind it too much. I feel like it's one of the least cursed oh. parts of the film. But then... It terrifies me. Yeah. It terrifies me. It looks like there's just blobs of steaming hot chocolate being thrown through a train carriage. Right. Okay, yeah. We clearly have different responses. <laughs> the, the, the men hand, handing out the hot chocolate they look like the, the nutcracker puppets terrifying I do wonder where they go afterwards because there's a yeah. lot of men on where the did they come from? where do they go? <laughs> Cotton Eye Joe yeah I yeah I guess you, I'm now looking at it in a different in a disturbing light this is what English degrees do to you they make you like look at everything and think it's it's unhealthy mm. that's no this film is a definition of uncanny uncanny it valley is, it's very much the uncanny valley is it like the animation of it because it's kind of like it's like Cats the musical animation it's this is the first ever film to do like animation after filming so like motion animation oh right so that, so that was actually tom hanks doing all the things and then oh, they, that's they edited it onto him oh. oh which is probably why it looks a bit fucked up you guys knew that steven tyler was in the polar express from from aerosmith oh yes yes he is in the band at the end yeah he- i remember he's on the field with all the elves like with the thousands and thousands of elves he looks like drug addiction like you look at his face and you can just like smell but make it christmas <laughs> well i guess it's like snow you know spirits snow is drugs i don't know i'm not out on the streets anymore i don't know what people talk about i don't know what people are doing these days you might think it's snow <laughs> i i honestly i feel like i have one glass of baileys and i think i'm I'm living a wild life. Good, good for the week. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I wonder how Steve and Tyler kind of rocked up to that. He was just like, I'm part of this film now. And they were like, no, you're not. He's like, yes, I am. <laughs> so, I mean, that just adds, it adds to the uncanniness of it all, which is Steve and Tyler just sitting around. <laughs> the Muppets Most Wanted was on TV earlier today. And I just like had it on the background. I looked up. I'm like, is that Sasha Ronan? And like... And then I got up the cast list and it was Saoirse Ronan. She just plays this ballerina for about five minutes and then just you never see her again. And there's so many cameos in that film, apparently. It's like like Lady Gaga's in it, Celine Dion's in it. Just like the most random celebrities are just in Muppets Most Wanted, but just like oh, wow. weird five minute cameos. I, I don't think, I think I've only ever seen a Muppets Christmas Carol, which actually deserves another mention as a great Christmas movie. Yeah. That is a great Christmas film. I'm surprised no one said that as their favourite one so far. Yeah, it would have been my like third one. Yeah, it's probably sort of like fifth or sixth on my list. Mm. I mean, I I didn't I don't even want to say love like talk about love actually because I actually haven't been able to watch it yet this year because you have to buy it. They don't even have it on Netflix or Amazon, which I got big oh beef with. Yeah, we we stream oh, illegally. 
We we don't support or condone this behaviour, the popcorn time. <laughs> I got popcorn. Oh my god, I forgot that even exists. Oh, but then I have beef with popcorn time, so I think it's a reason that half my disc research has just disappeared off my laptop. Oh, oh no. That's not great. I mean, I just want to blame someone at this point. Like, I think I'm just going to blame anything that I can think <laughs> of. I'm going to blame Bruce Willis. I think, I think he's the best scapegoat. <laughs> But yeah, no, we have we have mentioned Love Actually quite a few times. It's it's been a popular. Yeah, I mean that is a classic choice. But then yeah. it gets it gets to the point now where I feel too cynical. I I feel like a weird because you you want to like sort of stand above it in some ways, but then you can't. And then there's like the whole Kira Knightley kissing a best friend thing, and you're like, oh, that's yeah. weird. And she's seventeen. She's seventeen. She was yeah. seventeen when they filmed that. Why is Kira Knightley always like twelve when she films everything? Like, why is she always so young? She was three years older than Thomas Brody's Sanders was when he filmed it. No. So he was fourteen when he filmed that the his part, and she was seventeen. And there, there's three or four years, or like maybe he was thirteen and she was seventeen. There's only three or four years between. I'm them. getting chills. It's that. Is, Isn't that horrible? It's like Pirates of the Caribbean. She like makes out with Johnny Depp, and you're like, oh cute, and then you find out later that like she was like sixteen and he was forty five, and you're like. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I mean, we all yeah. love a bit of Jack Sparrow, but like, Jesus Christ, that is. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that now. God, that's so weird. I think she's only in like her mid thirties, isn't she, Kira Knightley? Yeah, she's very young. Yeah, well, she's 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 achieved a lot. She's done a lot of lip biting, eyes eyes opening. It just reminds me of the guy on TikTok now that pretends to be Kira Knightley. Oh, oh no, so I don't exactly. He's I don't know what he does. It's just so. Yeah. It's so convincing. He can do all of them. And it's like Kira Knightley if she's run out of, like, eggs in her fridge. Yeah, he's like, oh no. Oh. <laughs> Why was that Scottish? <laughs> we found out well, this isn't Laura's skill. Yeah. I can make anyone Scottish, just not like themselves. <laughs> I think everything fundamentally is Scottish. It's like everything is Danny DeVito. But Scottish. <laughs> That's the conclusion we have reached. Ultimately, either you are like more linked to Danny DeVito or you are Scottish. Like, there's those are the two halves of society. <laughs> there's the two sides of the spectrum. You go from Danny DeVito to Scottish. It's like it's a type A or type B personality. It's like yeah, Danny like DeVito. Saoirse Ronan is just in between. <laughs> I think she's got a bit of DeVito in her for sure. Yeah, I think yeah. especially in Grand Budapest, there's a bit of DeVito spice there. Mm. There definitely is, like aura. Well, in Muppets Most Wanted. Oh yeah, she was Danny DeVito through and through. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that film though. That sounds insane. That sounds great. Yeah, we love we love like Christmas. Christmas TV is insane. Like you can go from watching like 10 a.m. It's like this old man on a train, um, and then like two hours later, it's like Katie Price and Harvey like sat on a sat on the sofa talking about mince pie recipes. Like there's just no in between. <laughs> like it's like Trisha Paytas energy. Like you go from like stuff like how to make. <laughs> I like Hanukkah and calendar to being like here are sex toys that I used last week. Like it's just insane. It's all you need. <laughs> it has the best range. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, should we wrap it up? Yeah. Do you have any inspirational messages you want to leave to the people? I I mean <laughs> I have just mentioned Trisha Paytas, so I don't know how I go from Maybe that not. to inspiration. <laughs> Uh, but I think, you know, stay sane, stay hydrated, mm-hmm. you know, have have lots of liquid and whole foods, and and watch Muppets Most Wanted. God, what else are you doing with your life? Yeah, Come on. Yeah, exactly. Come on. It's everything you need. 
this Christmas. I think that's a great ending. Oh, and watch yeah. and watch something of Danny DeVito in. I think that that would be a, a good yeah. thing. But okay, so we'll, we'll stop the recording. Thank you yeah. for coming. Okay, Cat, thank you. Merry Have a Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Everyone say Jenny. Jenny. Oh, Jenny. Jenny. Good. What? So yeah. we know which track we're on. <laughs> oh, it's me. It's me. <laughs> No, that, that was the entire bit. Now we can stop. <laughs> Jenny was there. Anyway, it's now evening. We are still recording. We've had our dinners. And we're back with yeah. Jenny. We're ready for more. Hello. Always ready to yes. speak to more people. I had a bath in between recordings. Ooh, While I was in I, the bath. I went on a walk. Lovely. I was like, why does my voice hurt? Why does my throat hurt? And it's because we were straight speaking to people for like three hours. I'm not used to talking to people this much anymore. No, I thought I had coronavirus for, for like a split second and then I was like, oh, I've just been talking to people for three hours. I'm really thirsty. I need more tea. That's a valid decision. To... That's not what I wanted to say. Just... It's a valid excuse for a cough and a sore throat. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's exactly what I was insinuating. I just couldn't form the words. That's okay. I've got you. I've been doing this all day. <laughs> Jenny, you're also our most... No, words... See? You're also our most recent guest. So we've basically... I am. We saw you last time. We did. All of us changed. Yeah, saw you a month ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you very much for having me back for this little brief appearance. That's yeah. Okay. I'm very excited. Well, we have some festive-themed questions for all yes. of our guests for this episode, which seems Including to take you. out most of the time that we've been talking to people for, but... <laughs> It's, that's not that important. I'll, I'll try and be brief. No, that's okay. We like a good tangent. If we have a tangent, we have a tangent. It's it's difficult for me, but because all we're discussing yeah. is the Polar Express, and it's only there's only so much to say about the Polar Express. There is. That is. True. There is. Firstly, creepy. Yeah. Bit yeah. creepy. Very creepy. Like we said, it's not anyway. that different from Murder on the Orient Express. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but all of them are Tom Hanks. Anyway, our first questions. <laughs> question is: What is your favorite Christmas film? Well, okay, this isn't, I am, I'm a bit of a Grinch when it comes to Christmas. Well, not a Grinch as such. It's just there's a lot of pressure to be happy at Christmas. Mm. So I have to be in a very specific mood to watch Christmas films. Mm. Yeah. Having said that, I don't need to be in a very specific mood to watch When Harry Met Sally, which I think was what I said last time as my favourite film. But hear me out, it's great for all seasons. But you think it's a Christmas film? Well, it's not a Christmas film, but part of it is set in Christmas, and therefore, if we are thinking about Christmas films... Quite a reach. It still fits. All right, sorry, Die Hard. That's not a Christmas film, is it? We've been talking about that this episode. I love the continuity. Yeah. But when Harry would say it's mostly set in September. Yeah, but then... The entire ending, really, is around Christmas. Yeah. They do. And there's the whole thing with the Christmas tree. And it's like the years after. And it's really cute. It makes me cry. I accept it because it's a good film. It is. It's just great. And they took it off Netflix, you know. We went to the cinema to watch it. You probably know this, but the listeners might not know this. That we went to the cinema to watch it in... When? In October. 
start of October. No, before that even, I want to say. Oh no, it must have been September then, because it was after your quarantine and after we went to see Tenet. And it was in the cinema. But we weren't dressed up. No. <laughs> oh... I didn't realise it was in the cinema. Yeah. And that makes me very sad. It was very good. It was but just four minutes. If it's ever on. Yeah, we'll go again. I will go many, many, many times. Anyway, we have another question. So you're saying when Harry Met Sally is your favourite Christmas film? Yes, with a with a big stretch okay. to call it a Christmas film. Okay. Yeah. If Die Hard is a Christmas film, so is when Harry Met Sally. <laughs> That's my final comment. What okay. are your Christmas plans, Jenny? I'm going to wake up and eat some cranberry and orange muffins which we have every year nice sprinkled on the top with demerara sugar so there's like a bit of a crunch do you want to send some over (laughs) there won't be any left (laughs) i respect that i'll make you some though when when we're all back i'll make you some if we ever see each other Um, again (laughs) okay a bit dramatic (laughs) Because don't even entertain that thought because I will cry. <laughs> no, we will. <laughs> and then I'll probably help my mum cook the dinner. And I'm not really drinking anymore. So I won't be getting drunk as I have previous years. You can have like, I will grape instead... juices. Like a warm or like an apple cider. Like well, the American way. Well, I've been really getting into apple and blackcurrant yeah. squash mm-hmm. with soda water. Mm-hmm. Like a soda and black that you get in the pub. But yeah, I don't really have any other plans. Like, most of my day is just eating and that that's about it. Yeah, I feel like most people have answered that, yeah. <laughs> I'm learning how to play Claire de Lune, so maybe I'll sit and play the piano for a while. Nice. Oh, that'd be nice. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll read my new books, because I, I've seen a, a book-shaped present under Ooh. the tree, which I, I asked for books anyway, so... <laughs> You're pretty sure it's a book, then? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the one I want. <laughs> So maybe I'll read the entirety of it's that. It's always yeah. the book-shaped presents that you're like, mm. <laughs> You're like, yes. 90% uh, of the Christmas presents are like, they just look kind of like rectangular. And then vaguely squishy yeah. when you, you can yeah. bend it a little bit in the packaging. You're like, oh, I wonder what this or one like is. You can really feel like the cover around it when it's a hard cover. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> you, know, you can slap it and it feels slightly hollow. <laughs> I just love getting books. Yeah. Getting books at Christmas is... They're always a success. It's one of the best feelings. Yeah. yeah. No one can be sad when they get a book. That's well, true. Well, I'm sure quite a lot of people can, yeah. but I can't be. No. Not the people around us. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> and then we have the last question, which is what was your favourite part of this year, last year? My favourite part of this last year... I've got two favourite parts. Mm-hmm. Both of them were when I went back to uni after spending lockdown at home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Firstly, when I was actually three moments, they're all in the summer though. My festival, yeah, yeah, because my festival worked very well. I'm very surprised still at how well it went, but I put a lot of effort into that, yeah, and it was good. And I was really proud. And I also got to spend a lot of time with Sanya and Lucy, which leads me on to my second thing, which was basically spending the summer with my friends Sanya, Eliza, and Lucy before Eliza went back to India, which was very sad. But we had some great times, and it was one of the happiest moments of my life to just sit out in the boiling sun in our little swimming costumes. Just, it was just great. It was a great time. And thirdly, when I had nowhere to stay for 12 days, and 
ended up coming to stay and replace Laura <laughs> in both of her houses. <laughs> and when we cycled to Windsor, that was good because it's been a long time since I ever cycled, <laughs> and I, loved that I was time. very was, proud was and tired. <laughs> You were there in spirit, just not... Yeah. I loved seeing the pictures of you being like, oh, I really like this room. <laughs> that, you know, brought something to me. Yeah, it was a great time. But yeah, they were three great it moments. Was. I also think, you didn't say this, but I think you should mention the time when you came to Amsterdam. Oh my God, that was that y- this year. That was this year, yeah. But it was nearly a year ago. That's mad. It's wild. Yeah, it was. That, was. that was really fun. I enjoyed that a lot. We have made some good memories this year. Oh, we did. We have had some good times. <laughs> Despite all the horrible happenings of the year. it's It's been all right. We've made it work. Yeah. It was the best of times. It was the worst, it was the worst of, times. of times. Yeah. What was I? So I got into foraging this year. I found wild garlic and elderflowers with my mom. Yeah, that was a great that's time. One of the things, yeah. one of the wins of this year. It's also one of yeah. the things about being in Surrey is that they're, they're all too posh to pick blackberries. Mm. So we all essentially had the run of yeah. They buy them, so there's more for us. They get them from Waitrose. We get them from the the bush around the corner. <laughs> anyway, do you have some opinions on the Polar Express or just <laughs> nah? <laughs> I cried three times. Really? Uh, yeah. I'm just an emotional person. We didn't yeah, know this. still. More so recently, I've just, you know... Is it is it like a sentimental, like a youth sentiment kind of film for you? Kind of, but I don't think that's the reason I'm so emotionally attached to it. Mm. I think the characters... I think I, the character that really does it for me is... Is it Billy, the little kid? Yeah, the little sad kid. Because he... <laughs> that's what we've yeah. just called them all episode. Because they don't say that he's poor. Yeah. Or from a low-income family. But it's insinuated by, like, the clothes he wears and his lack of, you know, positive memories around Christmas. Yeah. Because when he sings... When he sings... Oh, my God, when he sings, I cried. Just cried the whole time. But when he sings, he's talking about, like, never experiencing these things that other kids just completely take for granted. And I think at such a young age, I didn't realise what he was saying. Mm. And now seeing it as I'm older, I understand that he was really disadvantaged to all these other kids. They knew what they were expecting. Like, they had Christmas and they were happy when Christmas came around. Yeah, I really But he saying. never had that experience. So when at the end, the present, I was just... <laughs> just gone. Again, we were talking to... I was like, oh... When we were talking to Freya earlier, we were saying that me and Freya re- didn't realise when we were kids. I'm sure it's when we were talking to Freya. Um, we didn't realise that he was that it was that he was poor. We sort of realised that he was poor, but we thought that he didn't have his parents weren't living at home. Oh, uh, wasn't that with we Emma? We just assumed that he was. Oh, was it Emma? We've talked to so many people. We have, yeah. <laughs> but we just thought that he didn't have any parents. We just thought he lived alone. And I don't know whether or not that. To is be the honest, case. I yeah, I could see. But we we just oh, assumed then, that he was yeah. like fending for himself. Jenny, because Amelia raised a theory about how maybe he and the other kid are the same. Yeah, they're like mirrors of each other. Yeah, I can see that. In a way, that. because like the main kid. Yeah. Because they have the same entrance to the train, they have the same doubts. I think they're supposed to see each other and relate to each other. Yeah, because there's that kind of bond where, I suppose, that's that's very interesting. My mind's just ticking along now. <laughs> it's taking a different train. 
Very nice. Very nice. Oh, I could have used brain of thought there. <laughs> you can just say it again and we'll just edit it in. It's having a different train. No, I'm, I'm taking a different train of thought. How do you say it? <laughs> Let's not say it. Jenny's on a different train of thought. There we go. Amida can have the joke. Yeah, I could see that because they are opposites. <laughs> Polar uh-huh. opposites uh-huh. in some things. <laughs> Oh, I was. Um, well, our other theory is that the voice, because all of the adult characters are voiced by Tom Hanks, all of the adult men, and so you've got his dad, Santa, the hobo who lives on the train. His name is the hobo, and then the conductor. We think they're all supposed to represent the different adults that he can become. So he has the choice to become like the cynical, like the hobo on the roof. But I think. At the end, it's suggested the fact that he can hear the bell for the rest of his life. He's like the conductor. He has like the the Christmas spirit. So maybe he becomes the conductor. Maybe he doesn't. But he definitely chooses to be like the conductor. Well, I thought that perhaps the conductor and the hobo. If I, that's so strange that he doesn't have a name when he has such a big part in the story. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I thought they were the same person because that yeah. there's just something about the conductor. found him a little bit creepy when I was younger and obviously in the One Direction thing. We'll get into that whole thing in a second. The conductor to me was like the visible good of Christmas mm. and the hobo yeah. was like the spirit. Yeah, but that's what they're meant to be because that's why they make him so similar as well. Yeah, yeah. Because then the conductor were at the point where the conductor talks about sliding down the train and someone or something saved him, I thought, well, surely it's like you saving yourself. Is that like a past life or something? I don't know. Especially like he doesn't really mind not knowing what it was that saved him. Yeah, yeah. It's just this blind belief. Yeah, because he has his, the seeing is believing thing that's always in Christmas Yeah. Yeah. And then the hobo has the whole, well, I can't see it, so it's not real mindset. Should we talk about... Which I suppose if those... No, carry on, carry on. Sorry. One more point. I suppose if they are opposites in some ways, you could say that that kind of links to the kids as well and how they're opposites. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Because there's like the sporadic conversations with the hobo and Billy... They both have very little to say in most of the film, but when they do, it's of importance. And then yeah. the other two characters are the conductor and I don't what's the main boy's name? Are we ever told? Just just that boy. Just that boy. <laughs> that boy. And that boy. They seem the more outgoing, confident. They're the ones who have to find themselves through these other minor characters. And on yeah. Freya's advice, me and Jenny... Jenny's seen all of it. I've seen most of it. Um, the third part of the Adventurous Adventures of One Direction. <laughs> we, we had a fun... I've only seen one and two. <laughs> you need to watch it. It's hilarious. It is so I funny. I will, I will. But it's, it's like an amalgamation of lots of different Christmas films. But in particular, The Polar Express. Yeah. In that it's... the conductor is a robot who's controlled by an elf called Hank. So it's like Tom Hanks. And, but he's he's controlled by motion capture, which is, so he's like a robot that's controlled for motion capture. And the elf has the dots on his face like motion capture. It is one of the oddest hour and a halfs I've 
ever hour had. And a half. It's, it's an, an hour, hour and, and a half. half. And I lay in bed and watched the whole thing. Have you seen the first two? I have not, but now I really want to. I've definitely I seen like recommend. odd bits of them because I knew yeah. I knew it, but I never liked One I Direction. I always quote things from it at people, and then I don't think they actually know what I'm talking about. Whenever I confuse the months, I will always quote Harry Styles from the Adventure of One Direction and go, April, May, June. <laughs> so if you've ever seen me do that... That that was that. <laughs> the Harry Styles in it really affected me because I, to, I wanted to give him I a felt hug. so sorry for the actual Harry Styles. I was like they've dumbed him down so much. It's not recent Harry though. It's like twenty twelve Harry or whenever the thing. When he was made. like sixteen. <laughs> yeah. But the third yeah. one is twenty fifteen. Which to be honest, they came out in twenty fifteen. The third. Yeah, one. but they've all really developed um, since then. I'm sure they have. Yeah. It's. Um. <laughs> it's the bit where. Where the leech, <laughs> the leech pulls his hair off. <laughs> have you got to that bit yet? I have got to that bit. And yet. then he become, he becomes bald because of it. And then, and then Niall uses his head, his light bulb, to reflect off his head to burn the leech off. <laughs> Just like thinking of that. The artistic creation of this story is impeccable. <laughs> so basically, we've been recording this for about three hours now. I think the main thing we've learned is that the Adventure is Adventure One Direction version of the Polar Express is much and much better <laughs> than the actual Polar Express. I feel like it has a bit of like a fairy Potter musical energy. Yeah. Yes, yes it does. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, but it was the bit for just me... Just the Polar Express version. I want to start kids adaptation of the Polar Express. It's so clever how they've put so many different films within it. Because you see mm-hmm. something and you think, is that? No, it's not. And then it is. But you don't realise it until they've moved on and they're doing something else and you're, then you're just confused. Yeah. It is great, though. That's the reason I, I, well, like, fully discovered the Beatles. Because in the first one, Paul McCartney is in there. <laughs> and I didn't really know, like, songs, like, specifically that I knew they were from the Beatles before that and then he sings saw her standing there to activate the pussy magnet and he can't hit the high note i've seen that so they made harry sing it and that's what got me into listening to the beatles did Mm -hmm. we watch we watched them i'm sure we watched them i do make a lot of people watch them um way to sum it up i think yeah we we've been asking everyone do you have any inspirational quotes just in general or about the film? Yeah, like some kind of advice you want to give to the world. I wrote something, you know how on CoStar you yes. can write notes to your future self? Yes. I wrote something that was quite quite prolific and I received oh. it today. Okay. It's not here anymore, that's, where is that's it? That's up to the, oh. It's in the ether. Where is it? It is. Anyway, it was something. My quote was something that is now in the ether on CoStar. Which was along the lines of other people's opinions of you don't define who you are. That's nice. Ooh. We'll put that in. That's, That's going to be the final quote. But I think it's a nice thing to live by. Yeah. yeah. Because okay. as long as you're kind and gracious and you treat people well, then like, like you're doing the okay. Like the Savior likes to say, treat people with kindness. Yeah. Yeah. Treat your neighbour how you want to be treated. You know, spreading that Christmas message. 
Yeah. Thank you to Jenny yeah, for well, joining us for our Christmas special episode. Yes. It's been it's been fun. Yes, thank you. It's been festive. Um it's Have been a very Merry Christmas. Very yeah. Well, thank good, you. Good times. Thank it's you very much times. for having me. It has been a yeah. it's good times. Thank you. And we should just t- tell the people to watch The Adventures of Adventures of One Direction, the third one. Um, it, <laughs> yeah. You might think that it's a waste of your time, but in fact, it will be. as we but... found, it just adds to your life. <laughs> Spice up your it life. Does. Well, yes, thank you very yeah. much for having me once again. And thank That's you okay. for creating some lovely memories with me this year that I will probably remember for the rest of my oh, life. You too. And I'm sure many more will happen. And Merry Christmas. Hello, this is Editing Laura here. We never did an actual outro, but here we are. So thank you for listening to this, like, the entire year, basically. We'll be back in January to discuss the bell jar, which we're very excited about. But I hope everyone has a nice exchange of year. If you listen to this before that, which you probably won't, because it's uploading on the 31st. But otherwise, just have a very good 2021. Thank you. Bye. We'll see you in the past.